Welcome to positive. Do it with your own hands. Who told you no? No. I don't need help. I never did. Cause a problem? Solve it. Welcome to positive. Hi everyone, you're tuning into Carefree Black Girl Podcast. This is our first episode. New Year, New Us. We're coming in this thing like. Mm, just to tell you a little bit about Carefree Black Girl and the movement. It's a movement started to uplift women of color and basically get rid of the stereotype of the traditional or the ghetto black girl. It's to show the multidimensional black girl. We're here to promote women empowerment, entrepreneurship, and the arts. Our motto is our beginning is not our end. And the mission is to motivate women to overcome daily obstacles through self-care, entrepreneurship, and service. So... I'm the creator, we're at Indie Creative Network, and Wise is the president of the network. And with us, we have the ladies of Carefree Black Girl Podcast. If y'all want to start, introduce yourselves. Yeah, who wants to go first? My name is I.S. Jones, the vice president of business relations with the Indie Creative Network, poet, freelance journalist, professional hip-hop head, etc., etc. Hi guys, I'm Ivy on all social networks, Ivy Like Blue. Um, I'm the founder of the Modern Classic Daily Blog, which is also promoting women empowerment. And I also like, I'm a host of the Ivy Show on FRP TV. Um, I would describe myself as, you know, Hennessy in a teacup because I have a sweet persona, which I'm very sweet. But like Hennessy, everybody can't deal with me, so. Okay, hey y'all. Um, my name is Brianna Danielle. I'm the blogger at whereshebegins.com. Again, I like to identify myself as a multidimensional, carefree black girl. Not only like am I a student pursuing my um, graduate degrees, hopefully soon. Um, I also have a lifestyle brand that focuses on counseling, mental health, and everything wellness. (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm Daj. I'm a wardrobe stylist. I live in Brooklyn. I'm from upstate New York. I am founder of Loft Life NYC. It's a online portfolio right now for my work as a stylist all created by myself um i'm here for carefree black girl because kwana knows i'm the girl next door but i got a whole lot of flavor and i'm just here to speak my mind share my thoughts i really like that yes yeah Yeah. (laughs) yes so you guys are tuning in so this is month number one and we are going in all year long carefree black girl podcast This is DJ Nolita, and I am a carefree black girl. right into it i know what carefree black girl means to me mm-hmm. and you know i think the movement you guys you might see it on social media hashtag carefree black girl twitter instagram and you know it's different looks you have the girls with the flower in their hair mm-hmm. you have the girls who just want to be naked and then you have some people who don't identify with carefree black girl at all and to those people actually i want to say to you carefree black girl is not saying that we don't have a care in the world 
It's just saying that my what's happening to me is not going to define me. So when you have an issue at home, that doesn't mean that you're going to take that into the workplace. So that's what Carefree Black Girl is. We're here to talk about solutions. Carefree Black Girl is the future. And for me, Carefree Black Girl is the multidimensional woman, the girl who's just like, I might rock cornrows, I might rock me a weave, I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk my Ebonics, but when I get on this business call, I am talking proper. That's Carefree Black Girl for me. And yeah, what does it mean to you, Ayas? Uh, Carefree Black Girl. That's, I think I'm definitely on the same tip about how um, in the face of adversity, I still find a way to find joy. Um, but then also for me, at least personally, it means despite everything I'm going on, whatever is going on in my life personally, I still find a way to be successful, whatever success looks like to me. Uh, like with all the personal stuff going on in my life right now, I'm still finding a way to make money. I'm still finding a way to forge a career for myself and build a life that I want for right. myself and finding happiness, whatever that looks like, depending on the week. Um, um I agree. I, I feel like Carefree Black Girl really does necessarily mean that we have a care, but I also feel like I'm awful at pronouncing words. Pronouncing words. Girl, whatever. me too. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. Like, I just feel like I'm unapologetic. Can somebody say the word? Unapologetic. Yes. I'm black and I don't deny it. And it's just like, I hate when people be like, what do you mix with? It doesn't matter. I'm black. That's all things lead back to black. So that's what I am. And everybody here is like very colorful. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, so when I hear carefree black girls, like, yeah, I don't care. I'm black and I'm the shit because black girls are the shit. Like, that's really the vibe I get. For me, carefree black girl, it, it, it means a lot. I think it means finding yourself. I think it means acknowledging the fact that you do have things to care about. Yeah. You do yeah. have issues. Um, personally, for me, that's when I latched on to the, to the hashtag um, was with my experience of counseling. I feel like you really have to be broken down to build yourself up. And I know oh, that most sounds. Definitely. Definitely. That, definitely. That sounds I totally agree. Defeating, but it's yeah. really beautiful. So for me, that's. It's Carefree Black Girl is that journey. It's that process of really stripping yourself bare and then finding yourself Word. and being magical and being carefree. And yeah. Yes, I love that. I feel like everybody, what everybody has said um, is a little bit of what I'm going to say. Um, carefree Black Girl to me is being unapologetically, yes, myself, but staying sharp. Um, right being totally comfortable with myself, being a black girl in these rooms full of white people, but Mm. definitely making my presence as a black woman and being happy with that. Um, I love what Bree said about stripping yourself and finding yourself because I totally want to promote and get across to women to put on for themselves and not other people. Be you um, in this world of, you know, everybody trying to be alike, dress alike, do the same things, have the same dreams, the same goals. Do you. That's carefree black girl. Right, you know, right. be a strong black woman. Whatever you wanted to do in second grade, do have that same dream, have that same goal. That's funny that you said that. Like the would you because like as an artist. Oh, I'll tell a little bit about me. Sorry, guys, I forgot. So I'm an artist. I'm a rapper. I moved to New York in 2011. At that time, I started using the term to describe myself as an artist. Oh, the carefree black girl. Because I didn't really fit in with bad bitch. And I wasn't very, very Afrocentric to be like the third eyes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was right in the middle. So I had to like figure out my own thing. 
And since then, the hashtag has blown up. And I find myself always thinking like, what if you could be anything, what would you want to be? You know, how would you want your voice to sound? And I was like, you know what? I want to talk to eight-year-old me. Like when I was like in eight, eight years old, writing poems, you know, in my mirror, twerking, dancing, <laughs> making the music. I, I want to be what she's looking for. You know what I mean? And that's, that's a great thing that you said, Dodge. I really agree. Because it's always about that doing you. You know what I mean? The one that you, before you were conditioned, before you learned how to be the person that you realized years ago that you weren't, be that, be that little exactly. girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The person who had that, that rawness. Like, but yeah. even when conditioning, I mean, like, I really do appreciate, like, my mom because she was so, like, you know, like, she was, like, that person, like, turn it off, but at home or, like, she used to just let me do whatever. Like, she yeah, used to let right. me sing to the top of, like, my I, used to, did, I thought I was going to be a singer, like, real life. And she <laughs> never told me, like, you're not going to be a singer. I'm like, mom, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be a dancer. I have no rhythm, so nah, thanks, mom, either. for believing in me. Where? But, uh, I'm reading this really book la- called The Four yeah. Agreements. My bad for cutting you off. Like, because you were saying your mom never told you not to. Yeah. And that's basically The Four Agreements. It talks about how, like, when you tell a child that they can't be something, it kind of kills their dreams. Because, like, right. in their head, they have that, like, idea of what they can't be. And I think that's what you mean by, like, breaking yourself down. Because you have to break your all those can'ts. And I don't want to do this and that. And it's dope because we have to be that for so many girls. So just imagine how many girls are saying, right. who, who really can sing? Who moms are just like, stop singing in here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. That's you know dope. what, um thing i saw a while ago and i like the ceo hoodies remember those and it was like ceo oh, 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 all yes. those but it said for create every opportunity mm-hmm. and i've loved that because i feel like women in general people in general but black women we have so many talents and so many things we can do how yeah. you we were saying i do this slash this slash this slash yeah. and some people will tell you you need to focus on one thing. Right. Yeah, I get that. Oh, you're trying to chase, though, and I'm you know, not your here dreams. For it, no. Yes, it's, and you get caught. I've gotten caught up in that before because I can sing. I know I could write something because <laughs> this is what I say about me being a rapper. I talk fly. <laughs> I talk fly in real life. Da, she so talks I write, like she talks rap. slick. slick. Yeah. <laughs> like so if, that's, if that's, I <laughs> female Snoop Dogg, you gonna be him because you be that would be me as a rapper. But yeah. And people will tell you you need you know you need to focus on one thing or whatever. You're gonna get caught up. Or I've even heard jack of all trades means um, a master, master of, none. of none. But that is kind of true in a sense. It, it, yes, that is. It will have your mind going crazy. And that people is. Like, you have the key in. But then one. I've heard create every opportunity, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Do everything, especially here in New York City. I'm like, do it's everything you can. Yeah, yeah. You do. I feel like you, it is important to have something that you are a master at. That's of what course. I think. So w- you have to have, because I will say in my experience, because when I was living in Atlanta and before I lived in Atlanta, I always wanted to throw parties and I always was an MC. So I've been quite an MC before I started to rap. Cause I used to just jump on people's mics like, all right, let's go. Twer- right. Uh, uh, uh. Like I just got, get on people and I was in quite an MC, but I wanted to be a rapper. So in Atlanta, I threw parties. I worked for Grand Hustle and I, I mean, I interned for them. I didn't work for them. And I realized, like, even though I expressed interest as being an artist and a rapper, that people didn't see me in that light. So I had to, like, focus in on one thing. And even when I came to New York and nobody would book me and I started doing my own shows, I realized, again, that people still got confused. Like, they were like, oh, is she a host or is she a rapper? Oh, you rap. I just thought you, like, throw parties and stuff like that. And I'm like, no. Like, so you really have to, like, 
establish what that that ten thousand hours that they talk about. Do that, but also have those other things that you're good at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I can rollerblade and I can skate backwards and forwards rollerblade, but I also not a skateboard too. I might not be the best at it, but I know how to do that Wait, too. Can you really skateboard? I mean, yeah. Skate? Not to like change the subject, but I went <laughs> roller skating last Friday. That is like the hardest thing I've ever done in life. Yeah. Like as well, a that's kid, your first time? no. I mean, I haven't gone since skate key. I don't, you guys are not from like New oh, York, no. New York, but the skate key in the Bronx was the place to be growing up. Like mm-hmm. I used to like, they used to turn into like a dance. It was yeah, lit. We but had we Horizon and I went like in Long Island, and they had like that was the place to be. Like it was. There were so many guys out there and big. You gotta go, y'all. And I went in regular. I went. Careful, black girl. I went in regular clothes. I should have went with the face beat, with the outfits, like beards everywhere. Beautiful men, beautiful. But anyways, beautiful beards. I'm gonna skate and try to be cute, and I'm like, no, I couldn't even stay on beat. Like I was the girl that was like, I want to go to Rockefeller. I haven't gone to Rockefeller yet, and I want to go there and go ice skating so bad. Like ice skating is so scary to me. Ice skating. I used to go. I remember going as a child, and my mom, all of my cousins, we used to have like four socks, four pants, (laughs) because it was so cold, especially upstate. I'm like, that's by Canada, but. I want to go there so bad. Like, but skating <laughs> is definitely. Well, Brian Park has an ice skating rink, and it's way cheaper than Rockefeller. I mean, I know Rockefeller is Rockefeller, but. So, like, our, like so skating will be, like, one of your goals for this year. Do y'all have goals for 2017? I have a list. Did y'all do that? Did y'all do that? I have a whole list. Do I live my life in list. I'm a list Me person. Too. Me too. Girl. 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 If I don't have a list, <laughs> me, I'm a list it does not get done. So, with that being said, I have to break. Oh, I have my planner too. See? Which I'm actually a planner later. That's a pretty planner. I got it for cute. Christmas because yes. it's from K Spade though, but. Christmas, somebody was like, you need this. That's so cute. you need to be a list person. I'm yeah. going to plug Passion Planner right now. Oh. So if y'all don't know what Passion Planner is, go to whereshebegins.com. <laughs> and then in the search bar, you can search Passion Planner. Huh? I'm actually a brand ambassador for them. Amazing. Like, with my counseling journey, like that planner, it's a reflecting journal as well as like a day-to-day planner uh-huh. with as a monthly schedule. So, like, it really encompasses, like, everything that I need to focus on to kind of, like, get myself together. So, yeah, but y'all can check yeah. that out. Right, I'm but out. I'm out. for me, I broke things down into three categories. So then it's like life, then it's like academics because right. I still am a student, yeah. and then it's like wellness. My wellness goals, y'all, I say this every year, and I'm really going to do it, though. <laughs> I, like, I really am. I'm going to get, what do they call colonics? Yeah, colonics. What I'm going to get a colonic. Like, like, a, like make you... It's like a, they, stick, they stick up something in your rectum. And clean out your colon. Oh yeah, yeah, like oh. a cold, like a colon. Yeah, I mean, I think they like put numbing stuff on it. I don't know, but I really, really want to do that. Like Have I've like been a strong enema. Have you heard of the Yanni, the not Yanni <laughs> steam? The, yeah, I'm. I'm not for. I'm not for I those things. Wait, 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 hold on. We but yeah, but that too. That's that's <laughs> for your vagina. Yeah, like the vagina steams. I don't. I'm. I'm okay with that. Wait, it's steam Yeah, we'll talk about that. My wellness one is to definitely get that because, like, I okay. So for y'all that don't know, I don't eat meat, and I also don't eat dairy. But I still feel like, you know, there's 
there's a lot, like, let's get this out of the way right now. You can be vegan, you can be vegetarian, you can still eat like shit. So don't let anybody that's a vegan or a vegetarian shame you for your eating habits. That's just how I feel. But we have a lot of processed food. So I can only imagine, like, what that's doing to my body. So, like, I want to straighten that out. I mean, I also say I'm going to lose weight, but then I'm also, like... I'm cute. For like three years. Girl, <laughs> right? So then I'm just like, okay, but am I really about to? So that's like the wellness ones. Yeah. And then for yeah, life, good though. for life, I want to move. I'm, I'm, I've outgrown my space, my you environment. New York? Mm, I didn't apply to any schools in New York. The West Coast is where I'm trying to go next. Oh, so I'm speaking that into, there are Chicago, which I know totally different climates. Yeah, but Chicago. that's what I'm Chicago. speaking into existence. One of the two. <laughs> And then for academics, I want to get into a doctoral program, and I'll find out late February, March. But I speak things into existence, so like I'm going to get into a doctoral program. So yeah, those are my three. Like I go Mm -hmm. to this thing Mm -hmm. every week, and affirmations became a part of my daily life. Like every day, I wake up and I affirm something. Like whether it's I'm gonna watch this freaking show that I recorded last week that I still like. I affirm little things. So. Um, my new year goals, I well this this year I'll be turning twenty-five and I'm really excited. I'm I'm nervous because I don't wanna age. Well, I do wanna age, but I was I'm I'm excited. For me, um turning twenty-five and every year before I feel like I need to be at a new level in life. Like yeah. something needs to be accomplished. Um, like the year before it was moving to New York City. I moved out of my mom's house and moved to New York the year after that. Um I don't remember. Maybe it was my first full year in New York, but whatever. Either either way, this year for New York, um, for 25, I mean, Loft Life, launching the website, for one, will be very big, and that's a goal for me, launching that and keeping that alive and branding myself as a wardrobe stylist. And putting that into the world is definitely my New Year's goal. Um, for me right now with work, I feel like I'm overworked and underpaid. Amen. And it's a lot of money. Speak about it. It's a lot of money in New York City. And I yeah. just feel like I need to be a part of it. And I don't want to work hard and not smart. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Very important. I'm a very independent woman, and I'm thankful for my hustling and go-getting spirit, but I do feel like, all right, this year you need to have a more abundance of the funds yeah. and have some time for myself. You got to yes, speak that into existence. existence. I do yes. every day. I have a, a goal, a two- to three-year goal. She does, like, spiritual readings and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, she was at the, the, the last one. Like I love that. I have... um. A two to three year goal. To, I don't want to work for anyone, but myself. In a couple years, I came here to be a stylist, and I want to work for my celebrity clients. So mm-hmm. that's goals that I'm working mm-hmm. on for really? myself. Um, I'm trying to be a spiritual mommy out here. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with me, the short answer is um, my New Year's resolution was to get out of my own way. Um, wow. Yeah. I I I feel that. Yeah, because last year I kept telling myself, "Oh, you can't do this. Oh, you can't do that." Oh, it's too hard. Oh, you don't have enough experience. Listen, if Donald Trump can be president, the sky's <laughs> the limit for me. Yeah. I can do whatever I want <laughs> at, a, at a moment's notice. So the short answer is um, I want to get out of my own way. Um, the long answer is I have a lot of different things, like being able to work more with the Indie Creative Network um, for me was a very um, huge goal that I didn't necessarily look for, but it ended up happening. Um, I want to have 100 new poems of my own published um, or be published with a hundred different publications. 
I want to finish two chapbooks by the end of the year. Um, my brothers and I are in this artistic collective called the No Name Collective. And so what I want is for us to launch our first write reading series and to get paid doing that, um, tour more with my work, um, and just get more into grant writing. Because that's what I want. I want to be able to uh, have funds for the arts and to raise funds for the arts. Specifically, the women in nonprofit organizations is really what I want to. And to, like, you know, enjoy my tw 27th year of life, not have to ask for anything, not be stressed out by student loans, et cetera. Amen. Stress-free. Mm -hmm. And consistency. Yes. That's, the, that's a big word. Very important. And so many people throw it out Amen. there. But, I mean, it really takes self-discipline and determination mm -hmm. to apply that. And it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, like, be no, patient with yourself. Yes. Like, right. to, to, to develop the habit of being consistent Give yourself, like, three months, honestly. Like, it's not going to happen overnight, like, regardless of what Twitter say. Yeah. That, so, like, that was actually one of my goals for myself was to be, I have no patience. I can have patience for <laughs> everyone else. When it comes to myself, like, um, I'm not in school, so, and, I like, I had to learn to stop comparing, like, my life to Girl, other people because. about it because I do that, too. That, it's so bad. I just, I'm going to put another. But you have to. Right. Another plug. I just watched this sermon. Okay. Um, on YouTube. It was, it's all about comparison. Okay. Um, the pastor's name is Robert Madu. Y'all can like look it up on YouTube. It has like a ton of views, but honestly, I think that's our. I think that's a generational problem. Yeah, mm. right. I don't think that's individual, and I don't want you to feel like only you do that. Everyone does that. How can we not? Yeah. So How can we not? I've preached actually not comparing to other people, and I love that about myself. One of the things that like I try to tell people don't compare yourself to other people, and I, that's kind of what I spoke on earlier too. And I said, just do you. Mm -hmm. Being your own lane, yeah. People make shit look, look good. Like Facebook, the internet is fashion, so it's kind of like Everything a lot of like times you time. could be thinking that they're ahead of you, but they're really not, because you might be spiritually or mentally mentally ahead of somebody. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like it's not a competition. I think that that's one thing that black girls are stuck into, yeah. and that might be a part of our conditioning is the competition, competition comparisons. The crazy thing is, like, I was the only well. Mom, like, all right, my mom has two kids, but, like, my dad, I'm the fourth one. So my mother didn't have my little sister till I was 13. Girl, so me too. for the most wow. part, like, I was the only <laughs> child. I was the child. No, le legit the I'm same exact story. story. That's crazy. Same exact I story. I feel like I didn't really start comparing myself until after I graduated high school because mm. growing up, like, even when my sister was born, honestly, sorry, Shania, but I didn't really count her. I'm like, I'm my mother's world, but, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. You you just got here. She don't even know you like that. Relax. <laughs> no, I always tell my siblings, like, they were my parents first. Yeah. Like, you were 13 years younger than me. I was first. <laughs> exactly. So. so it's when I had, like, decided, like, school really, like, I'm a big reader. So me, everything girl, that I too. do know, I learned on my, like, I learned by myself. Like, I, I use the internet to Google everything. So I really don't, school's just not for me. I never tell people, like, you know. You know what? Though me getting my 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 uh, masters, that's definitely one of the biggest things I learned. That right. school is not for everyone, and that's, that's okay. Right. And that's how it's just like, all right, I, yeah. You know, I got, I left school because I'm like, I'm not gonna keep wasting my mother's money. But then my two best friends, like all my best friends, got their degree, and it is just like me. So I felt myself always like, I should just go back to school. I should just go back to school. But then it's like. I hated school for 12 years. If your heart's not in yeah. it, then don't don't torture yourself. Because <laughs> yeah. like, you, know, so like, you get it, though. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, mean, I graduated college, <laughs> yeah. and I was going to graduate early, but I stayed. And 
I realized like that last year that I wanted to be a rapper. I mean, right. I, re- I knew that the whole time, but it's like I'm going to go to school and I'm going to graduate because this is what people expect you to do. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily that what I want to do. So, like, I mm-hmm. moved to New York after college. So, if you guys, yeah. I don't really, you know, throw my age out there a lot. <laughs> but I graduated at 21. So, I've been in New York five years. You can kind of do the math. <laughs> so, basically, like, I was doing things to make sure that I did what was expected of me, mm-hmm. but I wasn't happy. And so you don't ever want to force yourself into something. I mean, college, I love school. I love reading. I did but love. But it really wasn't, right. I don't know. I love the dormant aspect. I had so, I had too much fun, if you believe <laughs> me. But like when you're an undergrad, it's so fun, though. When you're I had, sad. no, no, like I said, I had too much fun. I right. can't go back to school because of that, mm-hmm. to that yeah. school. But um, I learned more life. Like 2016, I really had to accept, like, listen, like, Either you're gonna master this skill. It may it's you know, I had to accept that it's gonna be much harder for me because I don't have the paperwork behind me. But you can't tell me that you know more than me. Like the same I have marketing textbooks that I just buy because I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I need to learn you, you know, they're reading out of a textbook, so I need to just buy that textbook they're reading out of yeah. and no, educate that's, myself. That's amazing Absolutely that true. you do that. Yeah. So it's I, like Yeah. And so that was like, you know, like I said in two thousand seventeen I'm going to stop being like, you don't have a degree. Like, that's not going to get in my way. And I feel like the, yeah. for the first 21 days, I did pretty amazing mm-hmm. in what I want to do because I stopped thinking like that. Also, know? girl, that's like, with the way the business world works, you can definitely just finesse your way through. And it's not what you know, baby. Today, it's, who you know. Yeah. it's who you know. Half of the time, it's who you know, though. You could have a degree from Yale, and, like, you don't have the red people in your corner. You're not yeah, going anywhere. Exactly. I mean, honestly, the only reason I'm still in school is because I want to be a professor. Because going to a PWI and getting there and being first generation college student and getting there and seeing the lack of black faculty. And it's it's disheartening. It's so disheartening. I was like, I have to feel this is my calling. And the and the black women that have rallied behind me in school to get me like my degree is for my family. Like people don't understand this is everybody's degree. My mom's degree, my dad's degree, my auntie's degree. Like this is everybody's degree. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, like me continuing with school is because I want to teach. It's not because I honestly feel like people in school are sometimes the worst ju- and the most judgmental. Yeah. And I hate it. Elitism in, the, in academic it. settings is so prevalent. It's painful. It's, yeah. It's rough to walk. It's rough to go through personally. Mm-hmm. And like I definitely learned um, after I graduated how everyone's not going to have the same level of education as you. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things you just can't say to people to not be like offensive or disrespectful. Right. Because you're going to make them feel insecure about all. Yeah. Oh. I'm definitely learning that. I'm definitely yeah. learning Yeah, I had to learn that the hard way. My goals um, for 2017, well, I kind of, I broke them down into different groups. I want to be a better person overall. I want to, mm-hmm. like, be, like, impeccable with my words. I want to speak things into existence. I want to be, like, somebody that doesn't say things. I'm very brash with my speech. And even though a lot of times I mean well, a lot of times I deliver it harshly. Oh, my gosh. And I'm a Leo. What's your sign? I'm a Leo. Leo. And I'm also the oldest. in the teacup. That is my problem. And I'm also the oldest sibling. So I always, like, as New Yorkers would say, I always son people. But I don't mean to. I'm just, like, like, I've literally been a big sister since I was two years old. So, you know, like, I've always had, like, so I'm trying to be more. (laughs) I'm trying to be more understanding. I got to work on patience because. Early on in my career, when I first moved to New York, I saw like how everyone was like getting everything I felt like around me, and that's one thing I don't I don't compare myself anymore. But I have to understand like my journey is my journey, and it's not everyone else's journey. You know what I mean? Like I come from a place of 
information travels slow, but if you're in the town, it travels quick. But as far as like social media and things like that, it travels slow. So whereas I released something three years ago or last year, my hometown is just getting it. And that's just about me understanding like my journey and being patient. Um, love life. I want to like open myself to love more because I feel like a lot of things happen to me, like with my family where I'm just kind of like that can go on the back burner. I'll get to that later. But in doing that, I have like treated a lot of people who have loved me, guys, friends. I don't think I've treated them the best. So I'm working on like my love life and health wise. Um, I definitely have to be on point with that. Like I was without glasses for a whole year. And I, it, I didn't, it wasn't that I couldn't afford to have an eye exam. I just didn't think about it because I was doing so many other things and I was just squinting. And then one day I realized, like, I walked past the, the freaking Coens and the thing was like $100. I'm like, I got $300 in my pocket right now. You know, that's a black woman But I just thing. don't have time to do that right I now. Do you know black women do that, though? <laughs> and we really have to, maybe one day we'll dedicate an entire podcast So to I have that. to, like, really but take care of myself. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's... We can do so much for so many people around us to continue to pour into other people, but we can't schedule a physical. No, yeah. wait, yeah. when it comes yeah. to girl, the doctor, like, no. for me, to- when it comes to the doctor, like, no, 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 that's one thing I'm on top of. Like, yeah. I email my doctor as soon as something's wrong with my body. Like, I'm not, uh-uh. okay, that, I'm, I'm, I'm every really little problem. But at the end of the year, I worked on that. Like, I'm December, glad. I was definitely like, okay, you know what? No, no. I'm not going into the new year. And I swear, I just, Everything I want to do this year, I kind of started already. And I, I love hard. It's like either I love something a lot or I don't like it at all. You sound like yeah. a Gemini. Yeah. That so is me. I'm, <laughs> I was raised by Geminis. So I'm, just, I'm that way. And I'll love you so much. And I'll let you do something to me until the point that I just so you don't want it no more. And I have to learn patience and learn, like, understanding and just everything. So 2017 is all about just understanding and allowing myself to be me on my journey myself battling with being assertive but not being so like 
Yeah. Ah. You no, know, because no, I get that a lot too. I'm, I'm very like I'm either really, really aggressive or I can be super passive. So right. I'm trying, like I don't know, like I, I try not to have an issue with everything. Like, so are you um, trying? To, are you asking when is the best time to take initiative? No, or? like how do how you do you balance, balance like oh, that? Got you. I've had someone tell me like you know even guys I date like every time it's always an issue, but I just feel like you're not gonna just do whatever to me like right. Yeah. It's like I'm not saying but I'm, that. I don't know when right, to like chill, and take I feel like everything. if I am chilling, I feel like I'm being yep. way too passive. What's right. the balance? That's, you know, my, the way my personality is, I don't see that as a bad thing. I mean, I guess there's a time and a place for it. Yeah, but yeah, sometimes, yeah. like, I again, like, sometimes we make ourselves too small. Like, if you know when to use your assertiveness, like, that is a gift that a lot of people lack. Right. So, right. like, I would change the way that you're looking at it yeah. because – it's it's necessary, especially in certain spaces. Also, to keep it a buck, girl, like you shouldn't be dating weak men anyway. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying about my love don't. life. I had to realize. Yeah, yeah just, just keep it a buck, though, girl. Yeah, like, don't give your time to weak yeah, yeah. men. They don't deserve oh it. They have their own issues. They don't need to project it onto you, though. If they can't deal with a woman who knows what she's doing, then they need to find another girl. Because you're not the one, clearly. That's ex- but yes. that's what I, that's another thing for 2017. Like, if you Ding got dong. intimacy issues, all that. Yes. If, I need you to be so you that your only requirement is for me to be me. Like, you can't. Say that again, <laughs> Say that again. No, seriously. Say like, because guys want you to be this little perfect. I'm not perfect, and I don't look like this. At well, 7 o'clock in the morning, I look different at, you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's just like, don't. I need you to just be you, so yeah. I can just be me. But, yo, Don't Ivy, I deadass have that issue, too, though, because, like, in relationships, I'm not good at being told what to do. Like, I'm not good at taking orders. I've, li- I've gotten to fights with significant others right. about how they try to tell me, and I was like, ha, you thought. Right. It's always You like, tried it. Like, who are you talking to? That's, that's what I'm saying, line. who are you like, talking who? to, son? Like, I'll find you. I don't care if you're bigger Y'all, I am so tired of dysfunctional relationships. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I want a healthy, like, like, I hear that word. Tell me about it. See, this is the one. I, it... My th- mine came accidentally. We'll be four years in a few months, okay, and yeah. okay, I just. It, it, <laughs> but it happened on accident. That's why I tell everybody, like honestly, when you're together and like when your when your energy is correct, when your spirit is correct, it you, and you stop looking. Yeah, it'll oh, yeah, come. The stop looking right. is yeah. big though, because I noticed when I stopped mm-hmm. looking, I started getting more people coming to me. Mm. So sometimes you just have to like just live your life and things will just come the, the way they're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> you good? I'm good. Okay. Yeah, no, but that's so real though about the having your energy right and it's working on you and then the rest will follow. My mom said that to me Girl. yesterday. She gave me like this 20 minutes. She's like, listen, because I haven't been dodging her calls, but I know like she always, she hasn't given me her lecture, but she she told me three big things. She was just like, you know, a man, that's his job to find a wife. She was just like, just make sure you're correct. <laughs> we have the she same face just now. But I'm looking she was just like, she, that's what she told me. She was like, you just need to focus on you and the right man will come. Do not. Like, basically, she's saying, like, I don't mean, don't go looking for a guy. And then she was just also saying, like, once you get rid of a person, don't try and bring them that back. That is real. No, that part right there, girl. That and is I'm like, real. yo, oh, but I don't even, so can we bring her on the track. podcast? She's so, like, when like, is she available? Mama, she's going like, for whatever. We could get her on the phone. No, but that's not. But that was online. She, like, I don't, I haven't even told her anything. No, but mamas be knowing, though. Mamas be knowing. But do you know what I, and then again, I'm sorry, like, to keep bringing this up. I always bring this up to black women. We have got to 
our, our parents are especially if right. you have a black mother especially i guarantee you she's not comfortable talking to you about her life but it's important to know yeah to live and to understand your parents your mother's experience of being a woman yeah. you can learn so much just from her stories yeah and i, I feel like yeah. black women no i feel like black women we're so used to not being asked questions to not talking about ourselves uh-huh. but there's major keys in what our parents have been through what our mothers have been through so if we open up that dialogue with our children, I feel right. like no, wow. but that's so like if I could give any advice to like young, especially young girls coming up, talk to your elders. Like, yes, because definitely. they are going to be gone someday, and their knowledge will die with them. Yes. So you gotta talk to your elders. Like my definitely one of my biggest do. regrets is not talking to my mom, my grandma when she was still alive, but she died when I was sixteen, so I was too immature to understand how important. Mm, no, I realize that I have, that have, have like, a lot of grandparents. I, I, don't, alive. I mean, I don't like. I mean, my really? both of my grandparents died when mm-hmm. I was around seven and like five so yeah i've like i really i don't know i've always kind of low-key been envious of people with grandparents like me too because it's just like like, i want that you know but um Mm -hmm. me and my mom we're like super close like to the point where like when i go get a wax i send her the picture like (laughs) that close like mom look so and then it's like with my dad like i live with i live with him so it's weird like having a man raise a girl because he's so He's so traditional. Mm. And my mom's, I don't want to see how they got together. Like, they're not this, I don't, I know opposites attract, but they're mm-hmm. like ends of the spectrum yeah, opposites. Yeah, I hear like, you. you know? But going back to what you said before about how like a man's supposed to find a woman, I don't know, like, because in my experience, like one of the best relationships I was ever in, even though it was super brief, I, will, I came up to him and I asked him for his number. No, I'm not saying you can't approach. You can definitely oh, approach. Okay. But she's just saying, like, don't make it your job to seek a man. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we got money saying, to get. Like, Nobody yeah. got time for that. She was like, yeah. like, it's his job to seek a woman. To no, see, that's know. definitely true. Like, when your energy is right and, yeah. you know, you working on you. Yeah. Exactly. And you you meet him in the weirdest places. Also, but, or they could already be in your life. Like, he right. was really my best yeah. friend. And I don't mean that yeah. in a way that, like, you because people be saying best friend to anything right. but i mean like uh, no like literally like platonic like and i it just happened like i yeah that naturally <laughs> happens though when you have a best friend that you attracted to anyway right. not yeah. thought he was funny looking i thought you were funny looking, looking but when they somewhat <laughs> attractive, um, it naturally happens and that's the best way i feel like that's one of my problems sometimes getting to know somebody and taking that time is so, yes, so, yeah. so, that's, so important. Oh my God. That is so, so important. Waiting and getting to know somebody. Know somebody like. So because wait, because I'm a big believer and you can date multiple people. I'm not saying you can you have to sleep with all of them, yeah. but like I'm very into dating and you know, like exclusive and dating is two different things. And I people feel like when you're dating someone, you're only supposed to be no, like I can go out on multiple dates. I literally had like three dates this week. I'm, I'm learning. Girl, I'm, I'm learning. About I'm learning yes. There's so many beautiful places in the city. To, I want to yeah. see all of them. All, and it's like, you can't see, I mean, you could see with one person when you're in a relationship, but sometimes <laughs> you want to experience things with different people. Yeah. So, I just feel like I want women to be comfortable saying, like, yeah, I mean, I date multiple people. Not that it's anyone's business, but I feel like we, it's this stigma, like, if she's dating more than one person or she's this, like. Again, back to what I said about weak men. I don't have time. <laughs> no, but it's sometimes women are the worst. But sometimes women are just as bad. Like, going women up, are. Talking about that college, like, you know, dorms. Yes. That's what, like, my friend lives in an all-woman dorm. Yeah. yeah. And the cattiness, the and they was the ones going to tell the boys. It right. was because who else would know if you was bringing in another dude because it's all women, women. here. 
So we have to stop policing each other. Like, right. girl, if that is not your man, mind your business. And that too. And I was also <laughs> saying, like, all right, my first real relationship was in college. And I'm not going to hold y'all. I slept with him the first night and we ended up being Listen, together for two good. years. But that works. So it's like, you, you gotta, can't tell me I got to wait 90 that. days. Yeah. I don't feel like it. And guess what? <laughs> is, that, is that the rule now? Together? Together? Is the rule 90 days? Like, I'm, I don't, I'm, what's the rule? Says I, who? Wait, can <laughs> I tell y'all about my situation <laughs> right now? Yes. Okay. So I always got a story. So there's this guy and... I liked him. We met. I liked him. I know I liked him. You know, I'm a type of person. Every I think all women, you see a guy, you know, right. you know, you could be with him or not. You'd be like, he, he, it, he either got mm-hmm. it or he don't. So I know he had it. So either way, he invited me over. We hung out. We probably knew each other for like a week now or whatever. Okay. So I had a friend with me. She left early and I was like, whatever, I'm going to stay and hang mm-hmm. out. We chilling or whatever. So the other friend left too. So now we alone. I'm like, oh gosh, go oh God. <laughs> so, um, y'all, he Netflix and chilled me. But, I, no, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so I, was, I was waiting. I, I was, I was holding off for so long. I was like, no, we should wait. We should wait. Like, I really went to sleep. We would sleep. You know, at like four in the morning, you just right. be feeling somebody. Right. Rubbing. You're like, what the hell? You got to pretend sleep. Like, do I get up? <laughs> what is going on? It'd be like four in the morning. You just feel hands rubbing. Like, you're like, what the hell? Is that international song? Like, what's going on? I feel like it is, though. I'm saying, like, we should wait doing all of that. And look, I'm like, we should. Let's get to know each other. Like, you know this too soon. Mm-hmm. So he said, yeah, but it could be too late, too. Or you don't want it to be too late. Or whatever he said in those terms. Slick and mouth. then at that point, I just, it was It was over. It was over. <laughs> it was over. Y'all know what? I was like, well. Can I right. ask y'all, though? So, and, but yeah, that's So cool. I'm like, okay. Did I ruin it? Because I was, because no. I'm a Virgo and I overthink everything. Oh, and I have anxiety Virgos. attacks. And. I was like, damn, because this time I really wanted to wait. I was like, not this time, but like, because I knew I liked him. And I was like, let me get a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. I want to be my boyfriend. I wanted to get to know him because right. I know like that's how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I already did it. <laughs> okay, so, okay, <laughs> so I'm okay. like, so what do y'all think? So then I got I two questions first. Okay. So first of all, I, has he talked to you since? Yes. Who talked yes. to who first? He talks to me, and I'll not respond to texts just to see, you know, and he'll still reply or whatever. Okay. But, All right. okay. yeah. Because, like, okay, but I don't think you want it. I, don't, I mean, I don't think so either. I mean, like, I think that he's so interested in you, in you, and I don't think that you should necessarily seem like, well, I already gave it up then, like, because first of all, if a guy's already looking at you in that capacity, you don't even want to be with him in the first place. You know who said oh, that, yeah, and they're really fine, and it just blew me? Listen, Brandon T., what's the fine boy from Creed? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. You know, ooh. he said that. What? He what? said that, like, oh, if I let a woman sleep with me on the first night, I don't see interest in her anymore. Oh, Okay, no. but you slept with her. She slept with herself. She slept with herself. Right. She yeah. slept yeah. herself. Like, just, what? Listen, listen. Men that? are not hard to please, bro. They are like, really not hard. They're mad easy off. to please. And, yeah. this, and you know what? And that's what I said. No fake moans 2017. Yes. yes. Only, How about that? The only <laughs> thing I said is... You, I guess you have to know them enough to know what type of guy they are to know yeah. will they think like that or not. Right. Yeah. And I think that that is a not a dumb way to think, but... It's strategic. You have to be strategic. Yeah, like there's... 
I don't know. This one's been Guys who sad. think like that, well, I'm not the girl for you then because right. yeah. I don't judge me. Exactly. And I feel Only like God can judge me. We're yeah. grown, exactly. Right. And, and you've mm. and what, you honestly, probably done it so many I'm more, other times. I'm the type of person, like, yeah, you don't if I don't like the sex, you, you don't even have to worry about judging me. You won't hear from me. <laughs> like, that's okay, that's really like my longest that's relationship really, was like also the worst sex I've ever had in my life. Oh no, oh, wow. that's, that's I know, so, right? Like, I don't ooh, understand wow. how it happened, girl. But like, but it's like because he also like treated me very well. And he was yeah. very good. There's to other me. okay. Then there's yeah, other. So there's, it wasn't like he was yeah. a trash human, and the dick was whack. Uh, it, was it was just like, like the dick was whack, but he was he good. was so he caring. Was, you, yeah, but like, but we were not gonna last long. Even shit, yep. But even how I said, you know, when you first see him, you know if you like him or not. You know if you gonna sleep with them you too or not know. so you may not whether it happened you know. exactly so whether it happened sooner than later don't judge yes because yeah. it was gonna happen and i, I know if i want to have like sex that. with a guy the first time i see him yeah. and to be honest i'm the type of woman i have to test it out no i'm so open it just happens sometimes when a situation presents itself. It's, yeah. That's so. why I, no, I got to stop putting myself, because these <laughs> situations be presenting themselves too often. <laughs> Girl, Girl son, what situation away. are you getting? <laughs> I'm tired. Of, I'm over. No, seriously. <laughs> I, I had to really put myself on a lock between, because I was like, bitch, you was watching. Nah, <laughs> I'm trying to be abstinent 17. Yeah. I'm not trying to be Oh, you know what's so the jury is still out. But speaking of, speaking of y'all, okay. So talking about abstinence, I'm okay. Like I said, I have I'm in a relationship, but I wanted to be celibate during my time of applying to schools, right? Because the way that I looked at it, it was like I kind of wanted to be with myself to make sure I'm making the right decision. Like this is a big decision, like moving states, moving across the country, all that. And I was just like, but can I do that because? I mean, that's my that, partner. Right. Is that selfish? And then, yeah, like, it was a very interesting huh. conversation. I mean, it ended up not working out. But <laughs> I, I I, feel like, is that is that allowed in relationships? Like, Yeah, absolutely. What? I you feel have like, to talk to your partner. But this also goes back to my ex who wasn't, like, the best in the bed. Mm-hmm. But I was happy in other spaces. Like, if all of y'all, if the thing y'all two have is sex and that's the best part of the relationship, sorry, it's, kind of yes. yeah, it's kind of a problem. I agree. It's kind of a problem. I mean, okay. like, it should be. It really shouldn't be that way. But it, I mean, the, it should be, it more should more be spectacular. But if every every other aspect of your of your relationship is kind of bland or whatever, then it's not going to work long term. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, like, I'm sorry, like, dick, dickonomics tells us that dick is high in volume, therefore low in value. That's, no, yeah. it's so true. <laughs> No, okay. I'm just gonna stop talking because <laughs> no, you no, no. You, you get scared, girl. I didn't have some this of the your best sex with guys that I shouldn't even been standing next to. And standing next boy, to, even let me talk to you. I'm not even let you get my number, but yes. damn, <laughs> bro. I've been in those positions. Like this is, I we shouldn't be doing this, but this is we amazing. Should, I, I, I'm t- 2017. Like I've really been on a no. Like I had to really put myself on. Like I have to. You have to function. You cannot just keep. Holding on to people because they yeah. have it. Like, I'm tired of guys asking girls what they bring to the table when they only offering sex. What are you bringing to the table? Because yep. nothing. Most exactly. of the time. My or, brother or was they telling can, like, It's like every guy wants the baddest chick, when, but he don't want to have to do nothing for Or what oh. about when they trying to come back into your life, but 
it's the same. They're not showing yeah, you nothing, nothing different. Changes, yeah. And they're like, what are you talking about? And you're like, what are you talking like about? My most what have you shown different? <laughs> like, it's the last dude I was talking I was talking to, we were pretty serious. He was like that. He, I, like, I left him because I was just tired of shit. And then he was all like, I'll, it'll be different, I swear. This time the third, I'll be better. Came back, nothing changed. I was like, you know what? I'm out for real this time. I'm not doing this with you. I know there's <laughs> going to be a couple guys that tune into this. Please stop saying sorry. No one likes a sorry. Like... I don't want to hear no more sorry. I want, I want sorry change for behavior. 2017. It's I want over. Or it's like, you know, also mm-hmm. just do better. Like, genuinely. Do like, don't better. just try to say something for the time being or do something. Because, t- like, don't be manipulative either. Because exactly. I, I have seen friends go through situations like that. And it's like, damn, they really, like, put on the the mask and turn into this different person for a period, for a phase. Like, come back around. Mm-hmm. Then fuck shit up again. And I'm just like, you have you know not... What? My dad says, though, like, because, I mean, me and him talk, too, but he tells me, he always tells me, like, the first 30, 60, 90 days, that's their representative. So, mm. wait around. That's, that's what I'll be saying. I just think he'd be saying 90 days because he's my dad. He don't want to different, just like, but you bro. just got to pray that you attract the right men. And I always say, I hope nobody going to get in my life that. Yeah. That's such days. a scary thing, you know, though, where, like, the first person. few months, everything is, like, great. Then Adam or he just starts wilding honey- out and doing crazy shit on you. The honeymoon phase can be You'll a matter be of one to three days. Yeah, so, one to, like, so the first year, like, you have to. Uh, how could honeymoon stay last past a year? That's crazy. I've never even heard past, like, three, four months, to be honest. But yeah. what I, you said about being manipulative was so true. Like, I feel like up front as women. I am anyways upfront with a guy about what I want. Like if I'm dealing with you, I'm dealing mm-hmm. with you for a reason. Right. I'm not just here sleeping with you for, you know, cause, cause mm-hmm. I like it. I want to be with you. Clearly. Right. So see, it's funny though. Cause I need like, guys to keep it real. Right. Like they don't keep it. Real. Don't be manipulative. Don't. But stuff are kind of like that yeah. too. Cause I got, cause I'm queer. I don't know what everyone's like, right. representation okay. is in the room, but, um, <laughs> Yo, studs are like that, too. They'll be just as bad as dudes when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, getting some stuff mm-hmm. out of girls. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Buying. That's interesting. I'm yeah. buying. I feel like I, the girls that, the one girl I have ever tried was going to date, it just didn't end that well because she had this, like, inferiority complex. Mm. Oh, so, issue, like, she yeah. was, like, the sweetest person when we were together. But then, like, when we were out places, like, she didn't want guys to talk to me. She was kind of, like, rude mm. to me. She didn't want, like... But she didn't care for other for guys to talk to me. But then she didn't want to be all up on me in front of her other the other. She has like, intimacy look. issues. That's and just she very complicated. And also, like, yeah, so it was like they would try, she would try to like act like the guys. And it just, I met him with him, and I left my phone in his car, and I didn't find my iPhone, and I searched exactly where he was, and I waited there to see where he was gonna come out. DJ Molita and I am a carefree black girl. Facebook because y'all whoever this girl that I just reposted she is my shiro she has a sign okay so I'm on Instagram so y'all can follow me at Brianna Danielle underscore Brianna yes. with the E not an I but um 
there's this photo of this woman being carefree as fuck, eating a lollipop, and her sign says, don't forget, white women voted for Trump. Ooh, she spoke a word. And there's white women all around her. I can only imagine the questions that she got today. Because that would have been me if I would have went. Yeah. That would have been my sign. Uh-huh. Yeah, the march is... I mean, I I like the what it looks like. Right. I like the fact that we all got together. We marched. I like that the turnout is one hundred percent better than what Trump's situation was yesterday, and I like that. But I do agree with the fact that no, none of these white women were rallying when we were doing this months ago. You yes. know what I mean? When all the black males were being killed. I want to quote a little bit from Kinfolk Quarterly because um. This artist collective I'm a part of, the women were going to go march. And I already was like, no, not with that. I didn't want to march. But then this morning on Facebook, I found this really interesting um, article from Kinfolk talking about why this specific black woman is uninterested in this in this march. Um, but in specific regards to the women's march going on, this touches on a point that I overlooked when I made the personal choice to not go. And what I really want to hear, what I really need to hear before I even consider uniting with white women against Trump's regime is an acknowledgement that black women, more than any other group of women, and nearly exclusively showed up for Hillary Clinton. White women who couldn't stop reminding anyone who'd listened that they were with her, um, didn't. It was black women who voted at 94% for Clinton, and while not even half of white women, just 43% voted for women they had exalted. But I have yet to see outrage from white women placing blame where it lies. I have yet to see mainstream white feminists taking their white fellow, their fellow white women to task for not doing their part to preserve women's rights. Right. And it's this kind of this issue that like an overwhelming, like close to half of people voted, white women voted for Trump. But then there's still no accountability about how y'all made this happen. After all that shit you said about how Hillary was going to save us and how Hillary was going to be the first female president and all of these other things. Like, white women put put him in office, and I maintain that. I maintain that. I do, too. And and it's one of those things where they didn't speak up. I try not to... um to get so defensive when it comes to this because I understand, don't get me wrong, like I posted this this book, I mean this article right after the election and the, the headline was like, again, black women doing the work that white women didn't want to do. Yeah. And I had all I had people in my comments, y'all. And the thing is, they were like, oh, well, I voted. I know people who voted. I'm a white woman and I voted. Girl, we're not talking about you then. We're not talking about you. But who we are talking about is there's no doubt in my mind you know somebody who did. And you didn't sit them down in your kitchen. You didn't sit them down in your church. You didn't didn't sit them down with your kids and say, look, I am really troubled by the fact that you're casting a ballot for this man. Do you know what you're doing? Forget what your husband, I don't care who your husband's voting for, because to keep it honest, affluent white women have always voted Republican, but they have because of their husband. You need to separate yourself. They don't talk about the money. Like, what have you done? What can you do, lady? Once you start asking the questions like, Mm. What do you do? What what have you do? What do you own? And it, without saying their husband, their, oh yeah, their I know whole he does focus this. Is not looking racist. You yeah. know what it is though. Also, like, I think during the exit polls when they were talking to white women about why they voted for Trump, mm-hmm. definitely the persona Trump has given out to the public has strong has shown a strong, assertive, heterosexual, God fearing man that seems like a good fit to be president, and that is why so many white women they overlook the fact that this man basically admitted that he's a predator. 
basically has Disgusting. admitted. Yeah, it's disgusting. Do you see the way he okay, references literally? He's a he demon. His, his, he okay. talks about his daughter. I wish awesome. my father would say, "Ew, that's daddy. You're disgusting." Like, like he talks about his daughter, like he would fuck her. Like he's basically. She's no, so I think hot. he even adf- admitted that. He's like saying, "If Ivanka wasn't my daughter, I would try it." I'm like, mm? you dirtbag, you froze. Oh, Cheeto in the face. No, like literally, people don't understand. Like he's a demon. He's, yeah, he he's like so I'm not disgusting. even. It is just, and again. I'm gonna let I let them have this. I let them have this march. I let them have this day because honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know Angela Davis was there. I've also seen some indigenous women. Oh, Janelle Monae there was, I believe. Yeah, I've I've seen, and that's what I'm saying. There's definitely people who I identify with and who I support and who I appreciate were there at that march. That is great for them, but me as an individual in the space that I'm in, in the face of my life that I'm in. I'm not ready for that. Right. And we you cannot continue to make black women forgive. Let me have my space. Right. This was yeah. November. I'm tired of white women not being by our side, though, but we have to rally for them. I'm we have to it. be there when things happen to them. We have to be present. No. Stop saying that feminism is for us when it's not really for us. Right. Stop trying to say that race has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with it. And the fact that they can't see that is the issue. Yeah. Right. That You're makes my blood boil. You are not acknowledging... And this is why I love Solange's album so much. Like, I am mad. Let me be mad. And I have a right to be mad. Stop trying to appease me so you don't have to deal with my... No. Deal with why I'm mad. So, like, also just to reiterate, I do have white women in my life that I respect and trust. And who have shown up for me. So sometimes I'm apprehensive to have these conversations because I've been called a racist, even though that's not how... That doesn't make any sense. That's not how race... That's not what makes a racist. That's not how it works. Uh, But I think definitely... And that's another reason why I'm so apprehensive of the word ally, because white women will do the ally work on their own, but they won't do the extended work, which is to talk to other white women who do not have the same views as you. Some allies want to be allies for likes on Instagram and for brownie points. And it's like, I don't need you to get brownie points. I need you to protect my livelihood. I need you to use your privilege to keep me from dying and to protect my kids. I don't need you to be out here with Ooh, this ally talk shirt. About the protecting the children. Because look, all right, so I'm from Baltimore. Baltimore education is, you know, unfortunately it's a mess. And again, yeah. it's not, that's not them children's fault. This is the first time where we've had like a Republican governor in like a long ass time, right? Yeah. And the people who put him in office are the white women in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. They want to get out here and say, oh, I'm all for equal education. I'm all for, you know, the youth. I love children, X, Y, Z. But then they vote to put people in office to take away from their schooling, yeah. to take away from their education funding, saying, why are all my taxes going to Baltimore? They need to stay here in Howard County. They need to stay here in Montgomery County. Like, they they show their prejudice through a ballot, yeah. which in my in my opinion is the worst way to show it. Because it, it, it goes back to why I say that white women oftentimes are more dangerous than yes. any other kind yes. of. Yes. Because they can, they can use the marginal card, though, but still have privilege enough to oppress other people. That's like mm. they can hide. They can be like, "Oh, feminism is they for everyone," care, but then gentle. ignore the the plight of women mm. of color and pretend it's not their issue. Like, "Oh, that's a race issue. That has nothing to do with yeah, us." I feel like everyone's so concerned when it comes to like nature, when it comes to animals, when it comes to like black. Bro, kids that's why I hate Peta. We are real being quick, killed real like quick. animals. Like, like, like but are so barbaric <laughs> and it's not. Fuck Peta. Fuck Peta. Just like when I get some real money, I'm buying a front. <laughs> they're just 
scared of what Trump is going to do. It's like, this okay. I don't scared care. Of, they're scared of being treated the way other women of color are treated. Like I, like For once talking. in their life. And that's why I don't, I want them. And that's the thing. I want, and I'm so mad they waited this long because the man's already in office. But something needed to shake their foundation in August. Yeah. Something needed to shake their foundation in September. Too little, too late, girl. This is too also, little, too late. This is definitely like a car- another conversation we may have in future podcasts. But yeah. definitely talking about how why white people definitely do live in a different reality than people of oh, color. Geez. Because some stuff that's so <laughs> no, obvious to them, if it's an actual revelation really to them, they'll be like, "Oh my god, y'all are really oppressed." I really, I mean, I'm trying to stay quiet and like I'm keeping my because I will come off as a racist because. My father, he's an open racist. Like, yeah. he, he raised me to believe that white people are the devil. Like, thank God I have my let's mom. Let's say prejudice. No, no, let's that's not, not say racist. racist right. That's my prejudice. Dad, let's oh, say yeah. prejudice that's against prejudice. Prejudice. how they've treated him. Because yes. we damn sure ain't got the power that's over not here. Racist. Right. We don't so, have an ounce of that. Yes, yes. My, my father racist. is extremely, like, it's like I said, my parents, it's, I don't understand they got together because they're two opposites. But um, my, like, my, my dad once told me, like, you could do no wrong in my eyes besides get pregnant at this age. And like get pregnant by a white person, Ooh, he said, "Do wow. not dirty my blood." That's exactly what he said to me. Damn. Don't. And I'm just and I looked at him like that was dad. How can you say this? He's like, "How can I not?" This is exactly how they feel about you. And I was just like, "So it's funny." My mom is literally the exact opposite though. She would cry if I brought a black boy home. She wants white. She wants light skinned white babies. Seriously, no. Like wow. light skinned white grandbabies. I love like, me a dark wow. chocolate man. That's I'm what I'm saying. No, I'm fine. Dark baby. I'm having dark babies too, but like. It's, no, but she says it as a mean, means of protection. She said, yeah. if you have a light-skinned baby by a white man and they go on and have one, then our family like will we'll be safe from all these crazy cops killing us out here. And we like her, I, I know, which we is crazy though, right? Pray. But like my mother, where her head is though, is all the way wrong, right. like all the way wrong. I mean, I think, I mean, I do appreciate like the balance between my mother and my dad because I have like an extremely prejudiced person where... I have someone who's very tolerant. My mom is super tolerant. Like, she's real. Don't get me wrong. She's <laughs> real. But she's super tolerant of people because that's just who she is. Like, right. she's just a lover. So mm-hmm. she sees color, but to an extent. Like, mm-hmm. my sister is, she goes to a predominantly white school. So it, my sister, she's 11. She has all these white friends, and mm-hmm. she's growing up in Boca, Boca Raton, Florida. Like, so she has a totally different lifestyle than me i grew up in this city i grew up in harlem went to black schools have black friends only look at white i mean excuse me dad sorry only look at black (laughs) men like i have this very like strong black persona about me and then i worry about my sister because every day when i I just got her phone every day i'm like how's like i really be like is the white people treating you you know like i'm very nervous because i don't think that she's gonna know how to deal with certain yeah, situations to understand. Yeah, to understand. Yeah. yeah. Like, does that make you okay? So again, I have a similar, very similar situation. My sister, she's eleven two. She, she real light, light, light bright. Right. She got like reddish brownish hair. Like, and again, she goes lives in a town predominantly white, so all her friends white. And she, my mom, put a perm in her hair. And like, there's certain conversations that I have with her, and I want to know when it's too early but i also don't want to be too late okay so that's episode number one this is carefree black girl podcast where we discuss everything carefree black and girl 
I'm Quanta MC. You can find me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, even SoundCloud. Um, Quanta, Q-U-A-N-N-A-M-C. Uh, this is I.S. Jones. You can find me on social media at isjones.com under construction right now. Facebook at facebook.com slash isjonespoetry. And on Twitter at Aurorianshire, A-R-U-R-I-A-N-S-H-I-R-E. I'm Ivy. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ivy Like Blue. So that's Ivy Like Blue, no E. So like Blue Ivy, Ivy Like Blue. Um, yeah, and you can follow my blog, Modern Classic Daily, on Instagram at Modern Classic Daily. Hey, y'all. Okay, so this is Brianna Danielle. Um, also, Brie, you'll maybe call me that too. Um, my, my blog is whereshebegins.com. You can follow me there with the same handle on Twitter, as well as on Instagram, just with my name, Brianna Danielle underscore. That's B R E A N N A D A N I E L L E underscore. Stay tuned next month. We got a, another dope episode coming Black Girl Magic 2.0. And we're out. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks Bye. for listening. This is an Indie Creator Network podcast. I did it.